following message is presented by Community Gospel Church in Bremen, Indiana. It is our great privilege to share this ministry with you. We in no way intend for this to be a replacement for the local church. It is our prayer that this would serve as a resource to help make Jesus Christ known in our congregation and other congregations gathering across the world. For more information about Community Gospel Church, visit www.communitygospelchurch.com. Hey, Jessica. Hi, Jordan. How's it going? It's sunny out. It's nice. It is nice out. I like it. Yeah. We won't talk about the rest of the week, but man, it's nice today. I got my motorcycle back today. Oh, nice. It was, mm-hmm. it was it not working, right? No. Nah, the I thought. starter broke in it. I mean, that's You know what a starter is? It makes it, it start. Makes it start. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Every time I pull it out of storage, it's like, what's going to break on it? So sure <laughs> enough. But I didn't think I would get it for like um, like two or three weeks. Oh, so well it's kind of nice. nice. Yeah. It's there. Um, and it is, it's gorgeous. It's like 70 degrees out. We got the windows open. I mean, it's we're both awesome. sitting here in sweatshirts, but it's all I good. I'm in a sweatshirt. So <laughs> Indiana Springs are like, it's super cold out before right. the day starts. Yeah. And I always get made fun of it cause I just stay in it all day. Yeah. And then about three o'clock I'm like, I so am hot. so warm right yeah. now. And I don't know why until I figure it out. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. There yes. It goes. We had the argument in our home today. Can we wear shorts to school? Because I have boys and boys live in shorts anyway. Mm-hmm. And I finally was like, do what you want. Yeah. Kareem's in shorts today. Not my, like, yep. you pay the consequences of your 9 a.m. recess. Yep. Do what you want. They left this morning and I thought, man, you're going to be cold today. Yep. But I don't Whatever. care. Whatever. We, me. last week, I don't know how you handled it, but last week we were like, we fought it. We're like, nope, yeah. you're not wearing shorts. You're not wearing shorts. You're not wearing shorts. Saturday, we were like, I want to wear shorts. I don't care. Whatever. Yep. Do what you want. And then today, they're like, I'm wearing shorts. And I was like, you yep. do what? Whatever you feel led. That That is what I said. And I, well, first I said, ask your dad, because I'm going to err on the side of like. Caution. Yeah. Your and, mom. <laughs> yeah. And Matt's like, dude, if you're cold, that's your own fault. It's your own fault. So, well, and Saturday, like uh, my oldest was just, she was cold and she yeah. would, she didn't say, a no, word. no, no, no. And you I'm can't like, admit All it. All right. You know, like that's fine. Whatever it is. Um, I update. I, up- yes. Yeah, so I don't know. I go back tomorrow. I'm in my glasses. I, I thought you in- went. I did. I went on t- Tuesday. They said I had some weird, they- there she's like, it's infected for some reason. They don't know why though. I could have been cause I got a head cold. It could have been cause I got something in Your my eye. I can get affected from having a head cold. Yes, apparently. I don't know that. So I had to get, I've been drops four times a day, which by the way, eye drops, they give you the tiniest little bottle and it costs so, so much, much money. But so, it is from the heavens above. It is. Oh, it's amazing. I, I think I know what they, they gave you. And Anyways, that's what I've been doing. We go back tomorrow because my youngest has an eye appointment and she goes, while they're doing kind of like the pre mm-hmm. eye appointment part, I'll just have you come back and we'll double check it. Yeah. And you should be able to wear your contacts then. Have you worn them since Sunday? I have Which not. Which is just yesterday, I guess. I have but. not worn my contacts in a week. Oh, like, it's so weird when it comes back. I don't even know. I <laughs> I cannot. I don't even know. But I, I can't see out of my glasses real well. So it has been this constant eye strain for like, what is it like to not have a headache? Because I've been living with one mm. for a week. So I'm super excited. I Someone came up to me on Sunday and they went, I could not figure out why you've looked different recently. Because of your glasses? You have glasses. Yeah. Yeah. So. I had, somebody told me one time in church because I was wearing my glasses. They're like, I had like the thick ones on. Uh-huh. And they're like, I don't realize how bad your eyes were. And I was like, that's not <laughs> a nice thing to say at all. I don't feel better. You are a mean person. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> we're about to have a crucial conversation. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, like it was, it was so like, I don't think they meant it mean, but it was like. But if you don't wear glasses, you don't get it. Yeah. I'm I don't like, know. I know my vision's bad, but you don't have to bring it up. It's like calling attention to somebody. <laughs> right. We did this uh, thing in um, class the other day. Uh, so we talk about like how to observe scripture and uh-huh. whatnot. What I do is I let the students like observe me. Right. So I'm like, I want you to make 30 observations on your professor. And they're Ooh. like, you have really big eyebrows. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks. Thank you. It's always the most humbling <laughs> thing in the world because I'm like, here we there go. There is no way. Good job. Kudos for you for oh. doing that. But it's funny because um, if you let somebody do that, it kind of like uh, – shows what people actually right. see so there's sometimes where they come up and they're like um I, I didn't even realize like people see that yeah like i don't wear a wedding ring a whole lot right and um you know that's like the first things they know so yeah. like you don't have your wedding ring on or whatever but it is what it is 
All right, we start every um, episode with a question. I got two of them today. These are good ones. These are good ones. All right, number one. Um, Have you ever had to calm somebody down on an airplane? Uh, Wait, I sat next to you in an airplane once. We did? We did. Do you remember when we flew with Dale and there was an ice storm? Yeah. That would probably be the most. You weren't loving it. I wasn't loving it, though, because it was a tiny plane. I forgot about that. Yeah. We flew like four times together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the small little plane. Yep. I would much prefer a big plane. Yeah, we flew with a guy. We won a guy in our church as a pilot. Yeah. And um, we did training up in... Uh, Minneapolis, uh-huh. Minnesota. Uh, yeah, and it so. like one of them was during the winter, uh-huh. and it was, it was a little sketchy. A little sketchy. Like, yeah, the, yeah. Dale was fine. He was great. Yeah. we're in the back going. I don't know if we're fine. Yeah, you and I are kind of looking at each other like this is yeah. not okay. This like is, this, this is, is not a little good. bumpy. Uh, other than that, no, I don't fly a lot. We drive more. Mm. What about you? I don't think so. Um, I was think I was trying to think like on like the the two flights I've been to like Israel. If there was like people that were wound up, but they really weren't like, it's not that bad. I feel like, like, cause I've flown overseas. I flew to Paris and like people just sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't, yeah, those yeah. are, those aren't the ones I th- feel if you fly that far, you're probably expecting and are used to it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't, like, but here's the thing. Like the older I get, the more like claustrophobic I feel. Mm. So the, the second time that we went, there was a couple times where I was like, I need to get up and yeah. move because I feel like I'm in a box right now. You are but in a box flying. Yeah. It is crazy to me that we fly. It's still right. like like airplane travel is still wild to me that we're like, hey, do you want to jump in a rocket ship? <laughs> <laughs> Go halfway around planet Earth. Totally safe. But like, um, so I have this app on my phone, which is super funny that even this comes up. But I got it from a buddy of mine who's a fellow officer and we use it to track like flights like that are in the air okay. so if we can see it or whatever it's called flight flight radar 24 okay the amount of planes that are in the really? sky i'm sure right now is so ridiculous i'm yeah. like that is a nightmare like look at all those oh. do you ever wonder like how do you i mean i know they they there's like radar so they don't run into each other but like can you imagine just flying next to another plane and like waving like you do in a car like yeah know. like it's crazy it is to crazy to me well and this app's really neat because like with everything going on in ukraine right now right if you zoom in there's no planes in the sky yeah. at all right now so it's just super weird but then you can like technology is crazy to me you can click on any one of these planes and it will show you exactly where it left from like this one is from tel aviv to london it arrives in two hours and 31 minutes it's 38,000 feet above the ground right now. Just I'm like, a little bit. What? There. Who needs to know this stuff? I don't, probably not good people. I don't know. People <laughs> go, it's, it amazes me. People go like from one spot to the next. Like, it's not uncommon for somebody to go like LA and home in a day. No. And they live like in the Midwest. That's so wild to me. Like, yeah, I, I can't even wrap my, my mind up. Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, I got up this morning. I went to the airport. I went to L.A. I did a presentation. And I came home. And I'm, like, complaining I have to try to let, drive, like, let's go to Mishawaka. Uh, <laughs> I'm complaining of, like, all the parents that are dropping their kids off. I'm like, can you move out of my way so I can <laughs> get, fair. like, back home or whatever the case is? <laughs> all right. Question number two. Have you ever been bullied? Yes. Really? Like actively bullied. For what? Do you remember? Um, yeah, I was in middle school. And, um, it so was, there I was. There I was in middle school. I actually tell this story to our kids like when I teach. Um, I was a cheerleader and there was a girl in my homeroom that simply because I was a cheerleader didn't like me. And so she would shove me into lockers. It got to the point where I had a couple guy friends that walked me through no the school. No way. Because she wanted to fight so bad. And I'm like, I'm not fighting you. Was I don't, she, like why? She just didn't like you? She just didn't like I was a cheerleader. And she goes... All cheerleaders are the same. And I'm like, I don't even like the cheerleaders. I just could flip. Cheerleaders are the same. And it got like we we had to go to the office a couple of times because it got so bad. My parents, I don't remember them being involved, but I very actively remember I had two guys that I grew up with that would walk they they'd alternate like whoever was nearest me, they'd walk yeah. me to classes and would walk me out to like our car at, before we leave. We usually carpooled. Was it just you or other cheerleaders? Did she um, have like She was in my you? homeroom and so I got the brunt of it. So she didn't like a couple other ones but that's fascinating uh, yeah it was everything in me wanted to punch her and i probably i know i could have taken her because i was a gymnast so i was pretty strong but yeah. i'm like no jesus says not to i love the lack of humility there really like, to. you know i'm pretty strong I could like I could, take you. i'm not anymore now i'm like super out of shape but at that point <laughs> in my life like 
I was. And I just was like, you can't punch her. I remember like telling myself that over and over. You Did can't. you ever go home and tell your parents and they were like, you can hit her now? <laughs> no, they, I think they knew. I mean, they knew some of it, but I don't remember them being involved. Was it like a daily thing? Um, for about a month and a half Whoa. that we dealt with her, like cussing me out in the hallway, yelling things at me. Just and I'm like, like out of nowhere. I don't know you. You're weird. Leave me alone. Do yeah. you know where she's at now? No, I don't. I don't, could not even tell you her name. I can think of what she looks like, but I couldn't even. She got suspended and I don't remember her in high school at all. That's it. So, yeah, it was. It was, it was an int- I use that story a lot when I teach for different avenues um, yeah. with the kids. It's they're like, "What?" That what about like high happens? school and beyond? No, I Nothing. don't remember anything. Huh. I'm pretty thick-skinned, so if you were getting bullied, you wouldn't even know. Like whatever. You'd be like, "Hey, I'm getting bullied right now. Cool. It's kind of fun." Like, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, what about you? Oh man, uh both sides, yeah. yeah. I like I bullied people and been bullied. Like growing up was hellacious. Just uh I remember I would get picked on all the time. Like, and then, um, man, like, this is like, this is like a really personal question. Like therapy. Yeah. Like I'm sitting here going, Oh wow, here we go. Um, in elementary school we moved. And so I'm trying to get like the timeline, right? Like, so we moved to like what I would call my hometown. Mm -hmm. And then I am, and maybe you're like this too. Like when we went back and, and looked at my hometown, I was always amazed at how great of a distance my mom would let me go from like to our house to school. Stupid. Oh, I yeah. asked my parents all the time what they were doing. Yeah, well, what's wrong with you, right? What, what did you, what, why did you like It was not this? a small feat. Like, yeah. it was, it, I mean, it was only two turns. To be fair, like, you go up and then you yeah. take a left and then you keep going and you hit school. But there was yeah. some significant ground that needed to be covered there. And I, I mean, almost every day, like, to and from school, like, yeah. there was always some sort of controversy or conflict or whatever the case is. And then in high school, um, I always had friends that were older. Mm-hmm. So if there was anybody who like who like my buddy Matt would always <laughs> jump in and say like hey Jordan's an idiot like let's just let's like, we all can acknowledge that <laughs> everybody's on the same page right like he runs his mouth a lot we know that and so he would like save me like yeah. almost every time from like people who just wanted yeah. to destroy me so but most of the time if somebody picked on me it, this is like I think this is a guy thing most of the time when somebody picked on me like if we were to ever like actually fight. Mm-hmm. We normally could just like get that out of the yeah. way and then we were good. Yeah, that's the really great thing about a guy. Mm-hmm. Girls, they're catty. So it was yeah. just this constant like, I'm going to pick at you. I'm going to bully you. I'm going to say, I'm going to cuss you out. I'm going to push you into lockers and think it's funny. Yeah. And I mean, as an adult looking back, you go, man, I can only assume what her life was like um, yeah. from the little knowledge I have of it. Yeah. But girls, they, it lasts and lasts and lasts. Well, and it's funny you say that too because like even like, being a bully i can see in those years like obviously you're remorseful of it Mm -hmm. you know and like man we wish we could have done things different but i see a lot of like my insecurities and like just some of the things that you know like i was wrestling with Uh that i projected on other people and now i see when people are like doing that to others uh, you know um talking to my kids right like they have they have their own kind of like battles to fight and i'm like hey listen if you were to just kind of do a deep dive on that person mm-hmm. and where they're at and where they're at with life, maybe you would understand yep. that like some things are going on at home or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, like the the reflection side is the only unfortunate thing is when people try to speak into my life in that regard, I, I would never listen. Yeah, it's you know? really hard in the moment. I was talking to some teenagers just about this whole idea of bullying and girls are just mean mm-hmm. across the board. And I'm like, I know you don't get this now, but I promise you will understand in like mm-hmm. three years when this is yeah, you're removed yeah. from that. So all I can do is speak this truth to you yep. and just I, trust me. Like, trust me. I know you don't believe it, but trust me. I'll never forget my mom. Like, so uh, me and this kid, we had like our, our issues, you know, for a long time. And finally, my mom just looks at me and she goes, I want you to hit him as hard as you can. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she's like, I'm dead serious. She's like, if you're if this is just over and over again, like every day you have an issue or whatever the case is, she's like, just deck him. Mm. And I was like, you're giving me permission. She's like, he hits you. It's game on. And I was like, okay. So came home bloody, all this other stuff. And I was, my mom's like, what happened? And I was like, I hit him. And sure enough, like this kid's mom comes to like our house, right. you know, or whatever the case is. And she's sitting there and she's, <clears throat> and they're talking or whatever. And him and I just look at each other and we're like, that was this is dumb right like and he's like yeah and he's like I can't believe you know you you hit me back and then we started laughing about it and then it just kind of faded yeah. away like everything went um but 
it is what it is, yeah. you know. So, but on the other side of things, like I wish I knew now where I'm sitting that like the people who did bully me mm. were in that boat, you know, like if I could have seen like kind of some of the things that they were yeah. dealing with or whatever the case is, but I don't know. It's, it's funny that campaigns out like anti-bullying. Cause I'm like, you're going to get bullied all your whole life. Like mm. it's the, the question is, are you going to like just be okay with it or whatever yeah. the case is that end bullying campaign cracks me up. Cause I'm like, I don't think that's possible. No, because people are selfish and they bull they bully because they either want what they something, yeah, or they are insecure, yeah. And so it's their way of building themselves up, and it's a sin problem. I so. wish somebody would have told me though, like junior high, um, or just just to go back, elementary school, junior high, and high school, college is really kind of its own separate it like is. monster. Agreed. But I wish somebody would have told me a long time ago that you don't have that many influences in your life um, at that young, for for the rest of your life. Right. Like I look at my kids and I'm like, you are constantly like 300 students are constantly critiquing your every single move, and you just kind of have to focus and move forward. Mm-hmm. This will not happen for the rest of your life. You may have four or five people that like right. are critiquing you, but for the most part, even church, like being a pastor or whatever the case is the the critiquing from like three four hundred people whatever the case is however big your church is that's even only for a day mm-hmm. like you're not gonna go you're never gonna go into this spot where all these people or very few people i guess will go into this like building where there's hundreds of people who you constantly are interacting with mm-hmm. that goes away but i don't know it's what it is it's always easier on the flip side Oh, hindsight's twenty twenty all the time. So it is what it is. All right. We are talking through crucial questions. Dun, dun, dun. I love this book. I do. I love it. I hope you love it, Jessica. I, awesome. I, I don't hate it. So we'll go with... Actually, I think it's good. It's got a lot of really good principles. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better about my life. Good. Um, I could send some affirmation your <laughs> way. <laughs> this uh, this is funny because we're in chapter eight and we're talking about exploring other people's paths and mm-hmm. how to listen when others blow up or call, clam up or whatever the case is. Um, it does seem like sometimes you have uh, in in uh, a crucial conversation like one or the other extremes, mm-hmm. like either people like ah! or they just get silent. You yeah. know. Um, he calls a silence to violence, I think. Yeah. What's the normal reaction when you have a crucial conversation? Do people blow up or do they clam up? Like, like, Ooh. or is it kind of like a balance between the two? That's, man. I'd have to do some like really, I'd self, really have self-evaluation to, here. Are you asking me? Are you asking like, what is my natural response? Are you asking what I'm I, asking what you get first. What I'll, I get. I'll give okay. you the second one after that. Like, okay, what do you so get? What do I get? Ooh, I work with a lot of very opinionated people, so they like to go to violence. That I don't know, though. There's a whole group of them that go to silence. I would say I just had a meeting the other night, and I watched lots of conversations that got heightened. I sat and observed a lot. Conversations or fireworks? Both. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I just watched it. Yeah. And I watched like like emotions get high, and I watched some people push forward more Mm -hmm. and begin to use some of those slightly more toxic like the violent side of it as he was. Are you starting it. to see it? Like and, when oh so much. Nice. And I watched some people just shut down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And th- like in that setting it was about fifty fifty. Yeah. So I don't know if I could give you what do I get most at every person I can tell you usually what I'm gonna get from the person I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Like I think I have people identified pretty well. I think people mostly like shut down for me. Yeah. Like just because I'm so I can be so like mm-hmm. powerful and forceful that just like I think people are like, nope, not going there, yeah. not going that direction or whatever the case is. But um, there are like few people in my life like you'll do it. Bethany does it. Um, some other people that I know that uh, will push back, yeah. you know, or whatever. But um, do you think that has to do with your position some? Uh, I like when you ask questions. Um, uh, I don't know. Like mm. it was funny because uh, <laughs> I'll just say what happened because <laughs> it's, it's so funny. So we just hired an associate, right? right and right, right. Um, he's in his on his way here, and um, he'll start April first, and we're all super excited yep. about him coming, and um, it's great. So uh, with that though, there's a learning curve, right? right? So anytime you start to work with people or whatever the case is, well, the first like barrier between us is age. Right. You know, he's significantly older than I am, but that's not a big deal because I hang out with guys right. that are all his age. Yeah. So whatever, like not a big deal. Um, 
So every Wednesday I post um, to one of our, our camps, yes. uh, people that pray or whatever the case is. Um, and I had like, a, uh, I always put like whatever the sermon graphic is. You're laughing because you know where this is going, <laughs> right? I totally do. <laughs> so uh, so I post it or whatever the case is. And uh, uh, he he's brand new to this. Yeah. So he doesn't like know like the context and who's all in the audience and all yeah. this other stuff. And um, he, uh, he posts... Um, uh, man, that's really good. Mm-hmm. You spelled this word wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked up laughing when I saw that. I was like, oh boy. So, okay, so your <laughs> reaction is exactly what Bethy said. <laughs> Bethy's like, like you don't, like you can't do that. Like, well, you can, but that's not. But like maybe like a text. Maybe go a different route with that. So it's so funny to learn how people like, right. f- like that was such an eye opener to me because uh, I talked to Bethany about it and Bethany's like, yeah, we've just, we just know not to do yeah. that. Like we just would come up to you and be like, Hey, like Jordan or whatever. So I text him. I'm like, really? Like <laughs> you could call me out in front of all my friends. And uh, <laughs> he's like, Oh, I totally forgot like the context, right. you know, or whatever the case is. So I fixed it and I changed it, like swallowed my, my pride, you know, or whatever the case is. But the best part of it was Bethany was like, yeah, we don't, we, we don't yeah. do that a whole lot. Sometimes it's just like you, just, you're, you'll find out it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> That's a war that you don't need to fight. So in that case, like I learned that there are some people who resort yeah. to silence, you know, and like don't say yeah. anything or whatever the case is. But, um, but I don't know, like, what about like go past your leaders? Yeah. What about like students, whether that's high school or, or elementary, like do your students respond back? Like, would they go like I would say most of them would go silent. Really? I th- I think if if they felt like I was coming at them. I mean, and that's I don't have that relationship a ton. I was going to mm. say do you think that's because of your position? Yeah, maybe. I mean, they look and at you like a certain people it, it people that I've known longer like that I lead with. Mm-hmm. Um they're going to they're going to push more and mm-hmm. go to violence where people that um, maybe we haven't grown up together or we yeah. just don't have a long standing history. They're newer to the ministry they're serving in. They tend to go silent maybe because of the yeah. fact that they see me a little bit more in authority where people that I've known forever were peers, were friends. And so that uh, that line gets blurred a little. I well, it's know. funny. The longer you're in a position, it almost feels like that, you know, people either will give you that, that credit, mm-hmm. right? So like um, the, the hiring of somebody new, yeah. like he doesn't know. Yeah. You know, he doesn't know how everybody deals with you. And maybe mm-hmm. that's a good thing that people yeah. deal with you that way. Maybe it's not a good thing. Yeah. So he approaches you from a different standpoint, learning about you or mm-hmm. whatever. And, and you go, you go, oh, we, we don't do that. And he goes, well, I do. Yeah. And we're like, okay, oh, right. well, here we go. <laughs> Crucial conversation <laughs> right. starting now. Yep. Um, yeah. What about how you respond? Um, <laughs> it, uh, I'm, I don't back down very often. Mm-hmm. Um. But there are times I do. But I don't know if I'm backing down and resorting to silence because I'm withdrawing from the conversation or if I'm saying I'm going to go silent because what I'm going to say isn't going to be in a God honoring. And I'm aware enough of that. Yeah. Um, When my emotions are heightened, I tend to push. Mm. Um, So So if you're if you're passionate about the thing, you're going to go ahead and kind of like push back yeah. if, if it doesn't matter to you it's kind of like then whatever yeah I, I, or or if there's a position of okay i don't agree mm-hmm. at all but you're in a position of authority and ultimately what you say goes so yeah. i can argue tom blue in the face but it, you the, the you're the authority figure whether it's you or even my husband or whatever yeah um then i will retreat because i think well what's the point do you find yourself like the older you get kind of like if it is a lane that you're not in charge of mm-hmm. or whatever, you just kind of say your opinion and then let it go. Yeah, like, I, f- I feel like I can. Well, I maybe. disagree. I feel like I do that more and more. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I disagree, you know? And if you don't agree, like, I disagree, like, then we're at a standstill and um, that's chapter four and five. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're like, of what? I'm like, of the book the I'm reading. Book. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how this goes. <laughs> this is This is what this means. <sighs> Um, okay. So basically the whole chapter is about listening. Right. Um, it's been said, I can't remember who, who stated it or quoted it. Most people listen with the intent to talk Mm -hmm. and do not listen with the intent to listen. Right. Um, first of all, 
True or false? Do you agree with that? True. Okay, thanks. Um, False. Validation. (laughs) Yeah, obviously you're not passionate about that one. Uh, (laughs) So, so agree with that. the The bigger thing is, I would say, why? Like, why Mm. do you think that most people listen with the intent to talk instead of listen with the intent to what he says? Be curious. you know, all, all these things. I think he says, be curious, be sincere, sincere. Um, I think there was one more, but stay curious, be patient, patient. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, why we like our voice. Mm. We like our opinion. We like to be able to fight for our voice and our opinion. Why do you think we're, we, we want to be right though? Like, because we're sinners. What's the point? Like you, okay, you win. Do you really? No, I love to be right. I'm not always right, but I love to be right. No wonder you were my wife. (laughs) Like it's just so. I know. We work well together. How do you guys even handle a conversation though? If you both you're right, no, you probably just agree. We agree on a lot. That's how it's supposed to be. There's very few (laughs) things we don't agree on, and we. But there are times that we don't. Um, In fact, we had a conversation the other day, and we didn't necessarily completely eye to eye yeah um and we're both like to win it was one of those where she had a little more skin in the game yeah um and we i don't know we were mature enough to be able to say like i don't i felt like i didn't necessarily agree with how she said that but okay like whatever that's your thing so have at it <laughs> that, let me know how that goes yeah. let so, me know how that works out and maybe it'll work out great yeah because she typically has thought out what she's done so sometimes like it does turn out great yeah. or sometimes it doesn't and i'll be like all right well here's another option yeah okay so anyway, anyways back to, back to that yeah. um that's funny talk to yeah i don't why do we like to be right why do we like to hear our voice i think just that's that's the sin nature that's the flesh winning do you think it's an introvert extrovert thing like do you think it's a personality thing or no i don't know if i'd say introvert extrovert i'd say there are some people who are just because i think extroverts can genuinely care about people they love people they love to be with people Mm -hmm. um do they like to talk more probably but i think there are uh there i don't know i think it's more do you like do you listen to like did you do you genuinely care about their opinion Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if you can label that introvert extrovert. I don't know. I think it's like just 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 me watching. I think people have lost their curiosity. Oh, I do agree with that. I think that's what it boils down to. Is like the device in our in our hands and the media that we consume has made us me centered. So there's so much of this like. I get what I want. So, for example, right. my kids were sitting there uh, watching TV the other day. We're watching – it's March Madness, right? Uh, so, we're right. W- watching basketball. And they're like, commercial. They're like, what is this garbage? <laughs> my kids have no idea what commercials are. They can't even – Why is there a commercial? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> TV timeout? What's a timeout? Why don't you just yes! play the whole game? <laughs> they're totally lost. I'm like, you don't understand. We had to run to the bathroom, get a snack, oh, yeah. and let the dog in and out all during the commercial break. Let the dog in and out. That's a good one. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. like, And you would time things by how long the microwave right. took. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. have time to get that for a snack because it's, it, it's going to sit the in the microwave. The show will be back on. <laughs> so <laughs> here's what I could do. I could start it at this commercial, yes. and I'll go get it at the second commercial. We grew up in the same generation. Yes. So, <laughs> so we're sitting there, and the commercial comes on, right? Right. And so, like... I watched them and they they just went to the next thing. Mm. So instead of like waiting, right, yeah. like this commercial is going to play out or whatever the case is, they picked up their book and started mm-hmm. reading or like did whatever or got up and just left and didn't come back. And right. I'm going, you impatient little yeah. human. Like <laughs> what is wrong with you? They were just gone. And the game was good. It wasn't, right. like, it wasn't like a blowout. And I'm going, I think we've just gotten so yeah. consumed that you've like we've just lost our mm-hmm. curiosity for like the other side. Right. No, but, I don't disagree with that at all. I don't know. How do you listen with with intent? Like, let's say mm-hmm. you you get into I don't even want to say it's a crucial conversation yeah. thing, but let's just say you get into a conversation with somebody and you find yourself like, This is of no interest to me. I need to change my gears to to start to be mm-hmm. curious and like some ask some good questions to this person. Is there anything you do like internally to get there? Like I like actually tell myself to shut up a lot. 
So there are certain people that I know, especially if you step on them in conversation, they'll never say anything. They won't, they'll shut down. Like I have certain friends we can talk over each other and have three conversations going at the same time Mm -hmm. and track. But there are some people that that's not them. Yeah. So I physically, like in my head, say, don't speak, don't speak, don't speak. And, um, if people could read my brain sometimes, (laughs) they'd probably be like, whoa. And then I like, listen, I, I think how, like what question am am I going to ask almost? Mm -hmm. So I hear, I don't know. Um, we, what book, I think it was, was it split the difference or one of those that talked a lot about, and he said it in here, you you paraphrase kind of what they said. Well, Mm -hmm. you actually have to listen to them if you're going to paraphrase what they're said, if you're going to mirror back what they're saying, like you have to pay attention. So I utilize those tools a lot because I love to listen to respond as opposed to listen to listen. I love his approach almost a little bit more than Chris Voss's Mm -hmm. approach. Voss's approach is very just like mirror. Like if somebody's talking to you and they have a conversation and they say, well, I went on, um, I went to the park and for him, he would just say the park and Mm -hmm. he would pause and wait. Yeah. And the person would pick up the steam for this. I like his dialogue a little bit better where it's like you say you went to the park. So he would say, um, so you, you, you went to the park, mm-hmm. but it's almost like I'm from Pennsylvania. So all, everything sounds like Every, a question. Everything goes up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody goes up a notch <laughs> at the end of a sentence. But so I just, I'm like, Oh, you went to the park. And they're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that right. was not a question. That was a statement. Yeah. Um, and then like to paraphrase it back though, mm-hmm. I think is, is so important yeah. because then it's like, did I really hear what you just said? Right. And that's what I, I like about that, that tactic in here, because I think that's what we don't do. Mm-hmm. We, sometimes they're like, no, that's not what I said. I mean, Matt and I do that all the time. We'll have conversation and I'll say something back that he said that he's like, no, 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 that's not what I said. I'm like, yeah. well, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. Or that's what your tone conveyed. Um, he talked in this book quite a bit about your tone and the way you respond to things and the way people say things are often not what they're really saying. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's where the paraphrasing really comes in key and so I tell myself in those moments to do it because I know I will err on the side of talking too much if I don't what is the best question that or what have you found to be the best question when you're when you're in a conversation with somebody like what's your go-to question do you have one um usually something that starts with why Hmm. never yes or no's no no what do you get from a yes and no yes like no (laughs) right (laughs) I actually had to fill out something for someone today and it asked all yes and no questions, but it gave me five lines. Yeah, you're like, what am I going to do with this? Right? The answer is yes. You're welcome. So I did. Here I, you go. I'm like, I, I answered your question. Why do I have to go? So never a yes or no. Always. Usually my go-tos are why. You don't have like a, do you have like a, like a, like a mm-hmm. toolbox? Like you don't have like a, like a set amount I of usually questions. repeat what back, what back? Did you like that? Yep. <laughs> repeat back <laughs> kind of what they say. And well, why do you say this is um that's kind of the direction i, usually I wonder go. if we have defaults i don't know like if we have like what is yours things say, oh, uh <laughs> man um i'm a naturally curious person anyway oh that's true you ask questions all the time all the time so like i i would love to know how you got to where you got to you know mm-hmm. like everything from you have glasses on today to a black shirt right. whatever the case is like i'm i'm just naturally but i think i've harvested that so much over the years where i've just gotten to the point where i'm like that has gotten me so much information because mm-hmm. there's some people that are like, how did you know that? And I'm like, I just asked. Yeah. Like it just is what it is. For example. Ah. So, um, my wife and I are going to Louisville. Um, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. So, um, she loves this guy. His name's Ben Rector. Oh, I do know that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> she's, we're, we're going to go see Ben Rector. Um, say what you will about Ben Rector. Um, I don't think he knows Jesus, but he puts out some really good music. Right. Um, and Bethany's a huge fan. So it's like, we're going to go, well, so it's on a Sunday night. So we're going to go to the church in Louisville, I know. uh, to Sovereign Grace Church, I know. which is like Bethany's so cool, huge. Like she just, I mean, you're not supposed to be jealous. So I'm working <clears throat> on that right now. Cause it sounds cool. Whatever. So, um, Bethany loves this guy. His name is Bob Coughlin. Right. Um, hi Bob. And, uh, he, um, he's a worship leader, a writer, author, yeah. all that other stuff. Like she just, she's kind of like a fangirl in yeah. this regard to him. Absolutely. Some people like comic books. My wife likes worship leaders. <laughs> it's not untrue. That's not a bad thing. Like I'm not mad about it. Like it's okay. Could she, be worse. She could like other things. So, um, so I just, uh, 
so I would love for, for them to to connect. So I just like send them a message, and I'm like, "Hey, Bob, this is my name's Jordan. I pass our church. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife thinks you're great. Like, and um, like we're gonna be in town. Is there any way we could connect?" And uh, he's like, "Yeah, absolutely." That's so he, he writes awesome. me back and just like lets me know. And I couldn't I couldn't hold it anymore. So last no. night I told Bethany or whatever, and she looks at me. She's like, "How do you do that? Like, how do you do?" It? And I said. If the answer, if, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Right. And so like, just be genuinely mm-hmm. curious. And the curiosity was, I'm curious. I know it's a Sunday. I know it's difficult for you. Yeah. I'm sure you have responsibilities, but if there's a way to make this work, like, is it possible? Mm-hmm. So I think curiosity is not just about like things like glasses on mm-hmm. your face right. or like your dress choice. Curiosity can go like, is it possible that we could like, mm-hmm. could I have five minutes of your time? Yeah. I think you'd be surprised at how many people would let you like let yeah. you in if you just ask. You know, how'd yep. you get there or whatever the case is. Yeah. I don't know. No, you're good at that. Absolutely. But you asked about my like go to questions. Um I try to go past like weather. Um yeah. I try to go past like uh I don't know, like and and I try not to make it too broad either. Like what's your story? Yeah. Like I asked a couple and um I knew they were ex Amish. They were here on Sunday. And I asked them like, How'd you get here? Yeah. Like I don't know you. You don't know me. Like, how did you get here? And they're like, oh, we're friends of this person, this person. I'm like, oh, how'd you get to be mm-hmm. friends with them? And then that led to like, are you guys married or not married? Yeah. Or are you dating or not dating? How did, how did that happen? Like, how'd you get, how did our worlds just collided? How did we get there? Yeah. You know, so anyway. All right. Be curious. Ask questions. Stop talking. Start yeah. listening. Things I'm doing horrible at right now. <laughs> uh <laughs> It's a podcast. You have to talk. Right. Otherwise, it's silent. Yeah, that would be awkward, right? We'll just wait. Okay, so then he says, encourage others to retrace their path. So yeah. this kind of partners with the last chapter where he says, mm-hmm. see and hear, tell a story, feel, and act, which is the pathway to action. Mm-hmm. He says, every sentence has a history. Agree or disagree? I had to think about that one for a little bit when he said that, but... I guess I don't disagree if we're if we go off the premise of the last chapter where or two chapters ago. I think so. I think um, if I know where you're going, but yeah. That um we all make up a story based on like in that moment and it's split second, then yeah, every sentence we say would have our story put on that. And I don't know what story or what spin you put on this conversation right here or this thing you observed. Yeah. What you are the facts, I guess. I don't know what the story you put on the facts that we had. So, yeah, it, I think it would. I think we don't realize we do it all the time. Um, but I that I loved that idea because so many times and I think he says it later in the chapter, we're actually both going for the same thing. Right. There's just like right, right. one tiny little part that's not. But we get so lost in that. If I would just hear like, OK, so how did you arrive at that? Like, yeah. This is what you're feeling. It seems like this is where you're at in your emotional, whatever it is. How did you really get there? Oh, this is a, they say something. Well, that, that, that's not what I intended, or that was a misunderstanding, or you came in halfway through a conversation and you didn't hear everything that we said or whatever. So I I think so. I think I do agree with that. So take it to your, like your, your meeting that you had the other night. You're the leader, right? Okay. So you're watching this happen. You, I'm just going to assume here because I, (laughs) I know you, but uh, like you have everybody's, this is kind of where it's hard to be a leader, right? Like, you know, everybody's story in that room. So it's like, you know, kind of how they got there and how they arrived there. When you, when those people are, are having conversations and there are these crucial conversations happening, do you know the story behind those sentences? Sometimes if I'm not, and I notice it a lot more when I'm observing than Mm -hmm. when I'm in it, when I'm in it and they're having that dialogue with me, um, it's harder to identify. it's harder for me to pause yeah. and, and take the time. But yeah. man, it just so happened that I happened to be sitting next to a whole group of men and all the women were on the other side. It's weird when that happens. And it was real weird. And the men were buying an ice cream machine. So that was awesome. They weren't paying attention at all. And it was just the women talking. But because I just, so I had like this bird's eye view and yeah. I just watched it unfold. And it did. I knew every, I knew exactly why each woman said How they got what to where she they were said. At. Yeah. And I somehow had to get them all to see each other's side in without airing every dirty laundry. And so um, that's my next question. How do you do it? Yeah. So there was someone sitting next to me in the moment and they leaned over and they went, I do not envy you right now. (laughs) And I was like, me neither. (laughs) 
And so you're not having a good time. I'm having yeah, a great this time. This is great. Um, in that moment, and some when I see these things happen, I kind of I force the pause. Mm. Like I force the okay, we're gonna take a pause for a second. Right. Let's go back. I we we refine the shared purpose. Yeah. Let's redefine what are we doing? Why are we here? What is our ultimate goal? Yeah. Okay. Now we've got these two avenues of choice. Let's hear from this person. Let's hear from this person. One sentence, two sentences, give your pitch. Sure. Kind of share your story. What is it? Well, this is why I think we need to do this because if we do something different, we're going to miss this whole group of students. This is why I think we need to do this. And then it just, yeah, just through that, like I kind of made them walk without really recognizing it, like the steps of like yeah. of this without – like, but I created those pauses for them. Were there um, hurt feelings in there? Um, I, I think we, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I didn't, pers- it didn't seem like it. Yeah. Um, I could see people shutting down. I, I watched it happen. Yeah. And so I tried to give them their voice. Yeah. Everyone pause. Let's hear from this person. I saw people who were attacking. What does he call that? He calls that, uh, in the chapter, he calls it something like, bring it when you bring it out. Um, um I don't know. Cause it's, it's not baiting. Keep talking. Yeah. I'll find it. Um, <laughs> So we, I saw people who were resorting to what he would term violence, which it wasn't, didn't mean they were punching each other. Yeah. Violence doesn't necessarily no. mean like, it just meant that they, yeah. they're coming on really hard. And, um, so I, and I, so I made them pause because he talks about it in here when your emotions are going, yeah. like you don't think logically and it takes a little bit for that adrenaline to wear out of your system. So I created those moments for people to let that adrenaline wear out a little bit. So they weren't quite as heightened. So then we could go back to having, you know, like convert dialogue. Um, so yeah, that it's a lot easier to do when you're not the one in the middle of that crucial conversation. Yeah. Um, I recognize it a lot easier, at least for me, I still am learning how to recognize it and do that. Well, when I'm the one directly involved in it, he calls it priming. Yeah. 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 Like where if somebody's silent and they go into this like clam up state, you kind of, Huh. Yeah, yeah, careful. You got to be yeah, careful. You kind of like uh, say a broad mm-hmm. way that you you might perceive like they're yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like is it possible that you're upset right now because yep. or whatever the case is. Um, do you feel like hurting feelings is bad sometimes or is is like is that just kind of like. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think you should try to hurt someone's feelings. <laughs> that would be the opposite of love. I could de- demolish somebody with my words, though. Oh, like, I have to be so careful about that. Me, too. <laughs> Especially because words don't super hurt me. Right. So I can wield them well. Um, I don't think you should try to hurt someone's feelings. Is it, are you going to at times? Are, if you don't get, I mean, that's where, that's where I go back to, like, let's go back to where he talks about shared purpose and where that's what let's go back to where he talks about starting with your mm. own heart. Like if we can all get down to what is our goal? Are we doing, are we responding how we're supposed to respond? You respond how you're supposed to respond. But I think you got to get people back to that. You know, at CGC we evangelize and we edify. Sure. So let's get back to that. So would you say when you're priming with all these people who are over here, mm-hmm. you're doing it where you're saying, you're you're priming it almost sounds like you're saying i'm priming with with showing that everybody mm-hmm. wants the same thing sometimes and then once we can kind of identify that we all want the same yeah. things but we might not be getting those things the way that we yeah. wanted to get them then like you see some resolutions start to take hold yeah naturally people I, because again it takes they feel heard mm-hmm. you hear me or no 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 just because that's not what i'm saying i'm saying this okay then i didn't hear you right yeah. that's good to know because i think that can clarify i think that you have to be super careful that you put you don't put your emotions on someone yeah but it does give the ability for them to clarify yeah um, if they withdraw more you did not hit the nail on the head and so you need to go back yeah. and prime again. <laughs> well, and that's where, so he talks about it a little bit, you know, in regards to the end of the chapter, because he essentially gives the whole chapter at the end. Yeah. Like, so, you know, he says like, hey, this is how this works and this is what this looks like. But the the fascinating thing to me was that you go through this like over and over mm-hmm. and over again. So if you have like, um, let me see if I can find it. So he says, you mirror, paraphrase, prime, or sorry, ask, mirror paraphrase and prime Mm -hmm. like the hardest thing in that whole conversation is those can go all over the place Mm -hmm. and you have to identify them really fast right so like i asked a question then we go from mirroring to paraphrasing 
back to mirroring, back to paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Like, and then they get quiet. So now I have to prime. Yeah. Well, then you primed. Now you go back to mirroring. You said, you know, like, which is hard too, because like in a marriage, I see this happen so many times. Like married people, when they say those two words you said, mm-hmm. it's almost like a, a like a gas fire. Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because it's, it's said so accusatory. Yeah. You said. So how do you, how do you back that down, right? Yeah. Like how do you pull somebody off that ledge where they're already triggered? Yeah, that's where I think, and he alludes to it in this chapter, your tone of voice is so key. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to, ha- I, I feel if you want to have a w- good, crucial conversation, you've got to check your tone over and yeah. over and over and over. And I'm the person that like it spits out and then I have to wait, like apologize. Yeah. How I said that was not right. What I said, like, I do wonder, it, it did seem you did say this. Yeah. When I said it the way I said it, and that takes a lot of um, self-awareness, mm. um, especially in the moment. Yeah, a lot of it. Well, and it, from this conversation, if you're constantly trying to get something like, and you say over and over, you said, you said, you said, mm-hmm. and and it's not landing, like that self-awareness kicks in to say, I hear you saying. Yes. So instead of saying you said, which is so like that, just accusatory. Sound, yeah, it just yeah. sounds mean. Like why you gotta be so mean? Uh, <laughs> And you say, you know, like, I, what I'm hearing mm-hmm. you say is this. Yeah. Is it that right feel, or wrong? Yeah. You yeah. Know? It feels like, or it seems like, change your wording. Words matter. We say that here a lot. Your words matter. Yeah. Your word choice matters. And um, you can shut down a conversation or continue a conversation very quickly by the word choice you have in it. Yeah. Like, or I didn't say that, mm-hmm. you know, instead of saying I didn't say that, you can say, um, you know, I, I don't recall mm-hmm. like those words coming out of my mouth. I get this all the time because mm-hmm. people will be like in a sermon, you said, and I'm going, oh boy, huh. the Holy Spirit <laughs> was talking. I don't even know what I said. If you're anything like, like when I teach, sometimes I'm like, what did I say? Yeah. How the, did that come well, out? and that's, what's really funny. I've, I've changed that throughout the past years to looking at people and I'll say, okay, what did you hear? Yeah. And it's funny because I give them them access. Like, well, you, you tell me, what did you yeah. hear? And they're like. You said, and so first thing is not get offended because yep, yep. I'm instantly offended. You yeah. said this, you know, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, what you heard was this. And I'm like, okay, so if, if you can help me out, I, I'm hearing you say mm-hmm. that when I preached, you heard mm-hmm. this and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, hmm. So either now I have a choice. I can own it, you know, and yeah. go, yep. I did that, you know, or I can just keep going down the stupid path and being like trying to cover up. And I could say, you know what, in, in immediate context, that, that probably is, is what you, uh, it sounds like something Mm -hmm. you feel like I meant in the broader context of the whole sermon. Yeah. This is what we were trying to get to. Oh, Yep. Okay. Well, now we just like kind of did some verbal judo there a little bit, but that self-awareness is hard. How do you develop that self-awareness? Practice. (laughs) <laughs> I really do think you have to practice these. It's kind of like um, fail a lot. Fa- yeah. <laughs> right. With yeah. failure, eventually you'll learn. Um, in our home, we don't use always you always or you never. We've, yeah. we've just learned and trained ourselves not to use absolutes. Yeah. Because we've learned and we've trained ourselves not to use absolutes. So when those come out, it's a. Uh, Oh, wait, no. Like, we call each other on it. And so, no, you're not going to have that relationship. We'll do that. We'll be like, ah. And you're like, ah, but yeah. I really want to say you yeah. always yeah, do you this. you always do it, though. It's yeah. true. It's, you always do right. it. Right. But you, it's, you've, you're it's you aware of it. Like, mm-hmm. when I say that in an argument now, I, like, cringe because I'm like, oh, that wasn't, like. I, I gotta, didn't mean that. Yeah. I got to reword that so I can say that without saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Because we practiced it. And yeah. so, I think, how do you develop self-awareness? I think you you have to, like practice having self-awareness and in those moments where your emotions are heightened yeah um in those moments that you get to be the one observing and you just are interjecting a little bit or where the other person's feeling the emotions higher than you are in a conversation like learn in those moments so you're ready for the bigger ones where your emotions are high yeah if you succeed in the small you'll succeed in the big yeah like and here's the deal it just because you messed up doesn't mean you're dead Right. Like that cracks me up. People are like, "Oh, I failed," and I'm like, "I'm like, so what? We live to fight another day." Yeah. You'd be amazed. People have short-term memories. They don't remember. You know, like five years ago, the things that I said, like in sermons, that I just completely messed up. Like people have been gracious about yeah. it. So, I mean, 
if you've been given grace, you know, you have to give grace Mm -hmm. back. Okay, so the chapter ends. um, Four powerful listening skills to retrace the other person's path to action and its origins. Ask, mirror, paraphrase, and prime. Mm -hmm. I would partner that with what um, Never Split the Difference uh, talks about. And Chris Voss has Mm -hmm. a great chapter on that. And he says, as you begin to share your views, remember, agree, build, compare, um, which is just super practical advice. Yeah. Uh, All that to say, what is like um, the big takeaway? Mm, I think it it felt like the push of this chapter was hear what others are saying well, listen well. And so I, yeah, shut up and listen. <laughs> like, let's just go. Like, I know I need to do that. Yeah. I think we just need to, if we would listen more, I really think conversation and dialogue would be so much richer. Yeah. Um, listen, ask questions, investigate. I do it with my kids all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Logan just spent the weekend, my youngest spent the weekend with his grandparents and I see him in the gym and he looked at me and he goes, I don't want to go near you. You're going to make me, you're going to ask me questions. <laughs> and I was like, hundred percent. Could you give me a hug then? Yeah. And he goes, when are the questions coming? Because he just knows like, yeah. and as a parent, you're genuinely curious what's going on in your kid's life. Yeah. I would love it if, we were genuinely curious about what's going on in the people we're having conversations with life. I think that would open our eyes so much more and create, I don't know. I just think dialogue would be so much better if we genuinely were curious and cared about what went on in someone else's life. Do you think that can happen with even like people you don't like? Like, I think if you get genuinely curious about somebody you don't like, like, why don't I like you? You know, like maybe I need to dig under the surface Mm -hmm. a little bit more and get to know you. Like what, but when I don't like somebody, I'm instantly curious what's wrong with me right like i'm like okay i don't like you why don't i like you like because you're just as messed up as i am right so what what is it about you that just makes me crazy Mm -hmm. i was talking to a person the other day about this and i said if you have a problem against somebody else it's it's just identifying a weakness in your own chain Mm -hmm. because you're letting them you're letting them bother you so this person has some sort of ownership in your life you're letting them take up space if that's the case then what is it about you? Like, are you are you scared? Are you nervous? Are you upset? Are you, you know, are uh, you yeah. Jealous? Like, are you... and I've looked at people before, and I'm like, hey man, you intimidate me. Yeah. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't like you. And they're <laughs> like, you don't like me? I'm like, uh, yeah, because you're intimidating. Like, and I don't know how to get over that. And they look at me and they're like, oh, like you're intimidating. Right. <laughs> like I'm not intimidating. You are. And then we kind of have this like elephant in the room conversation. Yeah. That's that's really good. Um, I, I would say, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think you just have to you start to get curious about small things mm, yeah. like, and just ask questions. Like, um, I remember when this was like first starting to like manifest itself in my life, I would go, um, I'd ask dumb things like the waitress would come in and be like, what's your name? You know? Mm-hmm. And, or, um, we would be on vacation and something would happen and I would just be like, Hey man, why, why do you do that? Or whatever Mm -hmm. the case is or, and it's just, it's just gradually like grows and grows and grows. And then I realize, especially with my kids when I'm asking bad questions because they just answer and stop. Right. So now I'm like, okay, you know, but you also have to have this pursuit of wanting to get better Mm -hmm. because if you don't want to get better, like what's, what's the point, you know, like, um, I think that's just ridiculous. Okay. Probably the most practical chapter, yeah, that was good. So far. So we're like three chapters away, I think, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. There's How many chapters are there? There's nine. We're on chapter nine next week. Oh, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's I a couple know. more left. But anyway. It's good stuff. Read it. Okay. Um, until we meet again, uh, we'll talk to you real soon. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Community Gospel Church podcast. If you would like to support this ministry financially, simply log on to communitygospelchurch.com and click the Contribute tab.